Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, September 11th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, let's just cut to the chase. What's your vibe here? <laughs> what do you think is going to happen uh, with the Big Ten as far as football this fall? My my personal vibe when it comes to him is what an absolute dumpster fire. I mean, every day, Dave, it changes from one, you know, one drop of news to the other. I mean, at this point, who knows what's going to happen. But the clear thing is that we can all see is it's a total lack of leadership from the top down. I mean, you had Nebraska's president who came out uh, yesterday and, and said he wants a plan. He doesn't know what's going on. So you're telling me a sitting president in this conference has no idea what's going on. I know there was talk about uh, the coaches were on a call for Kevin Warren the first time that someone has been able to get a hold of him for weeks. I can't believe he actually picked up the phone and had some form of conversation. But the gist of it, if you read uh, James Franklin's comments, is they still don't know why football was canceled and why other schools, especially in the ACC, who are starting up this week, can play football in the Big Ten can't. So if Kevin Warren was on his call, he's not even giving any type of answers to the coaches who are making more than probably the president, a lot of the presidents. And, and the fact that Kevin Warren can't give them an answer, the Nebraska president doesn't know what's going on. Who's who's driving this ship here? Because right now, the entire Big Ten has lost its seat. The deaf leading the blind – I mean, not that we need to play the blame game, but let's do it anyway. We don't need to, but why not? Um, I'm on record. I think they're, you know, the presidents and chancellors as a group, they're mostly to blame, but Kevin Warren is also to blame. It's not like you can just say it's all the presidents because if I, I believe if Kevin Warren wanted football, he'd be able to steer the ship in the right direction. We would have football, but I also understand that it's mostly on the presidents and chancellors. How do you kind of break that down when you play the blame game? Like just, I mean, I feel like they all deserve blame, but, who deserves the most blame here? Uh, I, I totally believe that uh, the blame game goes on the presidents first and foremost because they're the ones who are in charge of these universities. These guys have to make sure that um, to them, in their mind, they're making the best decision on behalf of the, the athletes. And at minimum, you can at least convey what, what you believe in and what information you receive in order for you to get come to that decision but Kevin Warren absolutely deserves a ton of blame here because if you're not going to leave Kevin get out the way the fact that people can't get a hold of you the fact that you you're too chicken to answer to players or or parents and you're more interested in talking to people in the athletic who's going to 
be your your voice of reason and, and, and give your talking points out to the public is disgraceful. And, and to me, I just think that, you know, even though the Pac-12 is, is a bottom tier conference when it comes to the Power Five, you didn't really see the initial blowback with them because they were upfront, they were transparent. They basically came out and said, hey, we don't have the resources in order for us to properly get through this due to what is happening with coronavirus testing in our part of the country. And a lot of people was like, okay, I mean, you were transparent. They provided, you know, documents and PowerPoints outlining a lot of their issues. A lot of people may not agree with the Pac-12, but the blowback was way less compared to the Big Ten because they were at least transparent here. And it's just a total drop of the ball from the top to bottom because no one can get on the same page. I know we, uh, you and I, and a lot of the Ohio State uh, people who are following uh, Schottenstein on Twitter, you know, every other day he's giving updates based off the information that he's probably receiving being a big-time booster on how many votes they have, how many votes that they don't have. And what I don't understand is why not let the teams that want to play play and the others opt out? I mean, even if it's going to be an eight-game schedule because they say, hey, there's eight teams that want to play or seven teams that want to play and they need to get to nine, like why are these other schools holding others back that want to play? To me, if you're going to start the Big Ten in late November, let the guys who want to play start October 10th. And I had laid it out on Twitter. I mean, if Ohio State can play October 10th through the 31st, that's four, you know, that's three to four games there, have a bye week, and then play, uh, you know, another three to four games in November. And by November 28th, the rest of the Big Ten is back. Why isn't that feasible? Because if the rest of the Big Ten wants to play all the way through January, then let them. And let the teams who want to play start in October and have themselves a shot to be able to play in the playoffs, uh, such as Ohio State or Penn State. Hey, man, you hit the nail on the head. And Ryan Day certainly agrees with you. And, man, Ryan Day just knocks it out of the park in every facet released a statement yesterday saying the Buckeyes want to play. I'm going to read the statement for the listeners out there. Ryan Day, just I love this guy. I'm going to read this statement. I want to get your reaction to it, Jay Book, the statement that Coach Day released yesterday. All right, quote, while I understand the Big Ten Conference's decision to postpone the football season because of health and safety considerations, the communication of information from the Big Ten following the decision has been disappointing and often unclear. However, we still have an opportunity to give our young men what they have worked so hard for, which is a chance to safely compete for a national championship this fall. I could not be possibly prouder of how this team, our medical personnel, athletic director, and president have stayed together and managed through this extremely difficult time with so many unanswered questions. The Big Ten Medical Subcommittee has done an excellent job of creating a safe pathway toward returning to play in mid-October. These young men and their parents I've asked so many questions that I do not have the answer to, but the one that hurts me most is, quote, why can these other teams and players play and we can't? Duke is playing Notre Dame. Clemson is playing Wake Forest this weekend. Our players want to know, why can't they play? Signed, Ryan Day. I mean, he couldn't have said it any better, and we'll, we'll see if this works, but just, just your reaction to that. I think he is echoing uh, – sentiment that all of us on, on the Twitter world 
and on the message board have been saying for weeks um, since this whole thing has went down. So it's very refreshing to have that head coach of Ohio State out there in for, in the forefront. Like to me, Ohio State needs to keep swinging that big stick. You're the big dogs in this conference. Let your voice be heard. You know, if somebody came out and, and James Franklin made a statement today, you know, made a little bit of news. But once Ryan Day dropped that statement, oh boy, the the Twitter the Twitter world just absolutely exploded with comments from the college football national media. And you look at, you know, a lot of people were saying like, wow, Ohio State is just absolutely dropping the hammer on the Big Ten. The, the, the true blue blood in this conference is stepping up. And that's what you want to see. Ohio State has to – they have to really swing that big stick because it's absolutely ridiculous in my mind that a program like Rutgers – is carrying so much weight that their decision can prevent Ohio State from competing for a national championship. That's absurd to me. I mean, the Rutgers president came out, and he's upset because Donald Trump got involved with it, and he's calling it cheap politics, and he wants to double down and say he's not going to vote for uh, fall sports because he doesn't want to be pressured. So the fact that the Rutgers president wants to take it personal that Donald Trump offered the Big Ten additional resources to get on the field, and he feels it's a, a, a political savvy maneuver on Donald Trump's part that he's going to prevent Ohio State from going to compete for a national championship. Something is wrong with that. Rutgers should sit down, shut up, and be happy that they're going to collect that $52 million <laughs> check because, to me, that would, just inviting them into the Big Ten was one of Jim Delaney's biggest mistakes. I know a lot of people say the reason they're in here is because they bring viewership to the TV sets uh, as far as subscribers to the Big Ten Network, which pays out more to the other conferences. But maybe so. They've been an anchor the whole time. And the fact that Ryan Day is going to go out here and swing swing that sword for Ohio State, I absolutely love it. And, and I think, Dave, if they don't come to a resolution here pretty soon, you're really going to see the Ohio Attorney General pushing forward for that lawsuit that he has uh, he's outlined because he believes that the Big Ten has severely damaged Ohio State when it comes to uh, the money that's being lost within the athletic program. He wants them to push forward. If Ohio State drops a suit on the Big Ten, it's going to really get interesting. There's one thing for the Nebraska players to, to file a lawsuit, and so far – they're making a little bit of traction there, but if the if Ohio State, by the direction of the Attorney General, files a lawsuit against the Big Ten, that's when you're going to start seeing some some heat blown towards them. You know, Coach Day was completely on point when uh, his statement got the likes of Dan Wolken and Nicole Auerbach fired up on Twitter. It just cracks me up. These people that like they don't say anything about the other conferences that are playing, but they're almost like railing against the Big Ten to play football. It's just and making fun of things like you know the protests and you know players wanting to play and parents wanting to play. And now this basically making light of what Coach Day said, and even though it was a brilliant statement. Again, though, man, I just come down like, Jay Book, you know he's doing something right, Coach Day is, if he's getting Dan Wolken fired up and Nicole Auerbach. And I don't know if Pat Forty's weighed in, but 
my gosh, these people just get under my skin. I know I'm supposed to be like in the fraternity and stick up for fellow writers, but it's like, as you mentioned earlier, you alluded to mouthpieces for the Big Ten and Nicole Auerbach's become one and Dan Wilkins not one because his sources aren't good enough, but he, he's just a miserable person who just was rooting against sports in general. Remember when he said the NBA bubble was a joke of an idea? How's that looking now, Dan? But again, I just come back, Jay Book, that, you know, you know, Coach Day's doing something right when those people are hot and bothered by it. Absolutely. You mentioned Nicole and then uh, I know G. Scott, he uh, senior, he, he went off on her um, because he's tired of holding uh, his lip. And I, and I know for a fact, I've exchanged messages with some people within the Ohio State football uh, community and as far as the, the staff and stuff, and they're not allowed to say anything. Um, they have to be politically correct. And I can tell you, they are very frustrated and it does, and they're not happy with the Nicole Auerbachs and the Pat Fords, those guys who are always trying to take cheap shots against Ohio State and the Big Ten. And, and they're upset for the fact that these guys are being used as the mouthpiece for Kevin Warren in the Big Ten. And their biggest frustration is they can't get any answers from them. They cannot get anyone from the Big Ten to talk to them. And the fact that the, the athletic and, and some of these select few college football writers in national media has direct access to them is very frustrating because these parents want to know what is happening and why. They deserve answers in the fact that these people continue to push the narrative that is being sold to them is frustrating. All they want is someone to pick up the phone and give them clear answers on why. Give them clear answers on what are the next steps. What do you see that the ACC, SEC, Big 12, and every other sport in America, including high school football sees, that they're able to deem that it's safe and no one at this point, after several weeks of competition, have had any mass outbreaks. Like, why is the Big Ten trying to recreate the wheel when even high school level, even peewee football level, have been able to successfully play? That's the most frustrating part. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. And thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. Have a great weekend, Bucknutters. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.